You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places you can, I don't know, bootleg podcasts, my dude. And be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook as the Bucket Up Podcast, Instagram at the Bucket Hat Boys, and Twitter at Bucket Up Podcast. Shouts to the sponsor, Sunday Scaries. You know, I got anxiety, driving, living, social. But they got the gummies and the oils. They helped me out, bro. For 10% off of your purchase, go to sundayscaries.com. Use promo code BUCKETUP. Or hit us up on the socials and we'll get you the link. Again, 10% off. Promo code BUCKETUP. Sunday Scaries. Anxious as fuck. On today's episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, Ty gets married. We discuss working from home. Office is gone from Netflix. The future of streaming. We review late night Anna, the upside. New Daniel Caesar, Freddie Gibbs, and more. Like I could probably watch, I could watch The Office and Parks and Rec over again, just like everybody else can, and still laugh at all the jokes. But like y'all acting like it's the end of the world. That y'all might have to watch another goddamn show. You don't get it. I told her drop that ass TK no more. Shut that ass up and down like your leg will grow. Say that big old booty girl and scrub the ground. You fuck with a real nigga when the thugs was down. You done walked in like you invented the door. You don't listen to a pin for the sins in the hole. Up and down on the thing like you ain't did it before. Show this that shit like she invented the dome. I tell her mama in here twerking like she don't work a job. She let me touch that body like a working massage. Oh, she in the late 30s, she a bad little bitch. All that age shit don't matter, not a tad little bitch. I take a 20, take a 30, took a 50 years old Get a shake in that ass like a video She hit the club tonight in a pink dress She hit a nigga like Why the fuck Yo, you we live Now listening to Volume 90 of the Bucket Up Podcast Here with your boy Ty Doyle A.K.A. DJ Buttersauce A.K.A. Ty Lante, A.K.A. your mom called me over for them fireworks I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB was good. Yo, 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 happy to be here. It's the kid, it's me, the kid JB. Should have been right last week. Just told you so, not because I'm always right, but shit, tend, I tend to be. And when I am, I'm like, yo, hey, I'm over here. I told you so. Uh, Mr. Work From Home on Friday, which hey. I'm definitely not a fan of, which most of America or the country or other countries are fans of it. Um, and they promote it on social media and shit like that. I'm personally not a fan. I'm with you. Not to dive into your intro, but I think if anybody has been on Twitter or they on the internet, like there's like a super running theme of uh, like, oh, I hate being around people all the time. I wish I could just never be around people. You know what I'm saying? Which is like you hear that all the time. Yeah. So I think that's why people think that they rather work from home, mainly because mainly they don't have to go anywhere. But like we don't realize how much you kind of need to be around people sometimes. Yeah, I'm type dude to work from home and still be late. So <laughs> it's not even about tardiness or shit like that. But it's just hard for me to focus, bro. Like I can do it. I could probably do. I could probably work from home like two days out of the week or one day out of the week. But like if I was there all the time, like it'd be like nothing stopping me from like like falling asleep one day, like just napping. And then work until like fucking nine o'clock at night to get shit done. A couple of things about it is 
the anxiety shouts to the sponsor some scares uh the anxiety behind it in itself of like you feel like you have to get twice as much done because your leash is twice as long yeah no i get that and you're just like all right man they trusted me to work from the same place i sleep like uh <laughs> i'm gonna uh, have to crunch these numbers twice as fast and right know. like they don't know i could have been watching netflix this whole time so let me prove them right by you know knocking out this shit but it's exactly like... and then another thing is i have ocd in itself i can't do other activities if i know other tasks need to get done around me so for example i can't start working so the dishes are done even though oh, the dishes yeah. have nothing to do with work so oh, i'm yeah. doing dishes and shit like that but on top of all that petty of shit that can be avoided i just gotta you know mentally tame myself i don't have a computer chair <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> i do what are you sitting in right now Okay, this is a computer chair, but this <laughs> this office space that I have right here for the pod, the most chemistry organic podcast that is volume ninety. Mm-hmm. It, it is uh, just you know enough space for one little monitor, and the line of work I do, I need, need two, a couple. Mo- yeah, yeah, a couple monitors. So, so I have to set up. I, first of all, I take a monitor from the office, which looks wild because it looks like I'm stealing from the place uh, yeah. on the way out on like thursday night and i leave last from everybody in my company anyway so it definitely looks like i'm stealing from the place yeah, to come through like hey hey what you doing like, that the, <laughs> that's the spaghetti guy like anyway. <laughs> so then uh you know so then there's that so i have to set up on my kitchen table and i i just use a kitchen chair and i put cushions from the couch on the chair to like ghetto rig it and, and, you, and you got a communal household, so like motherfuckers walking through, bro. Yeah, you I've might never invite people over, and I do. I've never counted how many times my roommates go to the bathroom until I work from home, and I see them walk past me a certain amount of times, and I'm like, "Damn, bro, you you pooped nine times today." Damn, huh. it's probably like eight times. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so worked from home, worked from home Friday, which uh, which was funny because. You know, shouts to my niece, Emmy Jade. I got to FaceTime her, which is cool because, you know, of course, New York is uh, three hours away. So every time I get off work, by the time I get off work, she's sleeping and dreaming about meeting her Uncle Jesse. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And her first time, she's going to try pizza once she gets teeth. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to the Mecca. How old is she now? uh, A month. Okay, yeah, we, this is early as hell. Yeah, yeah. so she's month, and I and I Facetimed her or whatever. And what's funny is like I felt like I was in jail having to <laughs> meet her through Facetime, and like I was like, damn, I'm doing like thirty joints, yo. It's like that's your uncle Jesse. Maybe he'll come on in five. Maybe it'll be seven. Depends. You didn't know better. <laughs> we're, we're gonna make sure you don't end up like your uncle Jesse. <laughs> so, like, I want you to stay in school. The kid's a month old. Every time, like the school, the kid does. Every time she don't do homework, they just Facetime me. Like, do you hate this or what? <laughs> you end up like me. Do your homework. You just want to end up a, a square in the bottom of a iPad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's what kids are gonna think too. Like jail is like the Facetime. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, but now, so that was the I guess the one pro versus con about working from home is like you can handle some personal shit that you normally wouldn't be able to do because you're stuck at an office. But 
whatever. That was kind of it. Um, I went through the same struggles of figuring out what I wanted to eat at home because I never have groceries. So yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It was cool, but mainly, like you said, the biggest take back and drawback from it all is you know we're the funny guys from the office, and it's kind of hard to be the funny guy when you're the only person in the room. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I like the social dynamic of work because otherwise, if I was gonna work by myself, I'd just be a freelancer, right? Right, for sure. So I also, I also think everything has uh, diminishing returns. You know what I mean? If I know. Uh, what? So yeah, like the longer you work from home, the worse it gets. Yeah, I think everything. Like obviously, we probably work too much as a society right now. Yeah, we get burnt like, out. I should work more, more like three or four days. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't hate working as much. Um, but yeah, like because there's times where if I've been home for like too long, it feels like like yeah, I'm like chilling, but then I'm like, you know, what I'm saying like I'm watching TV, I'm cycling through all my apps. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't have nothing to do. Then I'm kind of just, I get like this feeling of like, I'm just not, like, I'm just wasting. You know what I mean? Right. Or like, I remember when I was out of a job and like all I was doing was looking for a job and like the days were just going by so fast and it just felt like I was doing nothing with my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like being at home all the time sounds fun, but that's why, that's why your grandparents bored as shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, shit, when I was, out of work because i got in the car accident and shit like i yeah i was just looking for jobs and recovering i just remember just being like man this sucks like i, I want to be in an office again and then mm-hmm. when you're at the office and then they just randomly like oh hey by the way we're not gonna be here tomorrow so just work from home i'm kind of like how about like i just stay home no work shit you know what yeah, i'm saying like yeah. type deal like that's like telling a football player like all right yo go uh play in your backyard uh right just run the plays Games canceled. You're like, no, nah, it sounds like we chilling, fam. <laughs> I, yeah, and one homie, he liked that too. It was just like, because we were like, why? Because we had the one time where our internet just wasn't working in the office, and so they just sent us home. And he was like, man, he was like, he was like, man, when I'm home, I don't want to even think about work. So like, of course, I don't like working from home. I'm like, I ain't even think about it like that. Like, you don't want to intermix the two at all. That and it's kind of like I would have been like, yo, who says I got internet? Like. If if the provisions at work ain't there, then I'm not working. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> right? Up, you're not paying my internet bill, fam. Right? Like you know how many sites we gotta crawl and shit. Like nah, yeah. you pay my bill for the month then or something. Like, my internet not, for real. My internet not fast enough. We keeping it funky. Yeah. Or yeah, like I uh, need to put in PTO or some shit. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah, I don't know. Work from home buckets. What do you guys think? Um, I know plenty of homies that love it because they're not the most social dudes anyway, so they like to just clock in, clock out type shit and dip. Um, I tried to convince them that, like, I do that too, <laughs> but you just, you know, you could still talk. Like, that's the beauty of working for a company is, like, you're an employee, you know, and you're not a fucking slave or nothing, so you have a oh, chance yeah. to fucking talk and mingle and interact and, you know, if it's a productive think, company. Yeah, I definitely do think you, you just need human interaction on the daily, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just, and I, like I'm one of those people who roll with the flow. Like I can be alone for a decent amount of time and be fine. It's just like I definitely like there's definitely times where you just prefer to be out, you know, be around people or to leave your house and go do something. You know what I'm saying? But and well, and also like you were saying, like things are just 
not only diminishing returns, we're creatures of habit. So the things we do often are things that we do better at and like communication or interacting the better, like the more you do it, the better and other like more ways to like maneuver conversations and adapt and shit and all that stuff. Uh, whereas on Friday, man, I was just chilling and the doorbell rang and I was like, Oh shit. Like, what do I do? And then, uh, <laughs> the door, it was the neighbors. Right. And they were like, Yo, we're the neighbors. Uh, we never met, but uh, we we need uh, we're next. We're working next door. Do we need a? Or what is that? He's like, do you guys have an extension cord? What? And I was like, so there was so much. Like at first, I had to say like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm the neighbor too, you know. And then right. like, oh, word, yeah. And then I had to think what the fucking extension cord was. I was like, uh, like a big orange one, like or they just that, need like a little one. I'm that's like, what I said. I was like, I was trying to think. I was like, is that the shit with the like nine sockets? I was like, no, nah, that's a surge protector. Uh, I was like, I was like, oh, extension cord. I was like, yeah, come in. And then, like in my head, I'm like, why was that such a hard task? You know, it was just like doorbell introduction. I, I know. I'm more like, I never heard somebody borrow a goddamn extension cord. <laughs> Like yeah. what is the what is the limit? Are you bringing that back? They they haven't yet, and um, it's not mine. <laughs> that don't seem like something you just like borrow because it's like usually that's for something you're using for a long time. Like if they came over like, hey, we need an extension cord, I'd have been like, you know, they got stores for that, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like hey, uh, we from next door, um. We ain't got no lamps in the house. Can we borrow? <laughs> like, if you don't take your ass to the store. <laughs> Yo, we from next door. We from next door, and um, we don't got that. We heard the new PlayStation is out. And, <laughs> we don't got that. Hey, like, hey, I heard, I heard y'all playing the new Mortal Kombat. Like, <laughs> can we borrow that? Like, no, what? But yeah, you're right. I kind of didn't think about it. I was like, you know what? They're the neighbors. And they pointed next door. I was like, it's good enough for me. Um, Somebody really just jacked you for <laughs> an extension cord. Somebody can be like, hey, where the hell is, the hell is my extension cord? I need that. I'm going I'm to look dumb as shit going to the neighbors being like, yo, I need my extension cord back. And they're going to be like, what, fam? Like, this is... <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, so that was Friday. Uh, what was your weekend like, man? Uh yeah, your boy got married. I guess we didn't really say shit about it on the pod. Yeah, I was trying to lay it up like a softball to you. Oh, there you go. Yeah, son. Um, I'm sure most people, because you know, most people probably saw on the Facebook. All the loyal listeners are usually people we know, homies. People already follow us on the pages. Um, if anybody new, obviously, shout out, welcome. Um, but yeah, the boy got married on on Thursday. Yeah, wedding bells or some shit in the back. Or like um, the, Kelly Bundy shit. Oh yeah, when uh, in Family Matters, when the mom was <laughs> got all the oh, and yeah, 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 you ever yeah, see that it. tweet? <laughs> what was it? Not Aunt Vic. No, that's a uh, Fresh Prince. Um, yeah, what's her name? It was a Harriet or something like that. Oh yeah, it was Harriet. Good job. It's like yeah, like the crowds all like ooh, and then Harriet come down the stairs, <laughs> outfit trash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, her outfits were terrible. <laughs> Carl, don't you know? She always used to talk like yeah, that. Yeah, bro, she really did. Her outfits were garbage. But uh yeah, no. <laughs> Your boy got married. He had a nice little we did a little photo shoot. 
Shout out to the homie Trav, big Trav from the Ave, executive producer Trav. Okay, out here. movies. Hey, uh, yeah, he did some. Uh, he did the photography work for us in the in the heat. Shout out to that. We definitely appreciated it. He used his uh, iPhone. Uh, no, nah, we had <laughs> so we had a camera. Katie's dad bought it like a couple years ago. Bought us like this super nice like five hundred, six hundred dollar camera. So he was like, "Hey, you guys just moved out. You're starting a life." Like, I want you guys to take pictures. And, like, we only broke it out, like, three times. Damn. For, like, we took, we took, we brought it to Mexico one year. Uh, and I think that year we just happened to have it. And, uh, and Aubrey and Trav got engaged. So it ended up being handy. And then uh, I think we forgot it, like, the last two years. But I think we used it some other time that we, we went somewhere. And, uh and then yeah, so we have this camera, and we're like, it's a nice camera. It got a bunch of different scopes on it. We can just have, you know, Trav do it, and like we'll, you know, we'll figure it out. And not like obviously, like you know, neither none of us are professionals, but I, I feel like, I mean, you everybody else been does. I've I've gotten a lot of compliments on Facebook. Oh no, uh, no, they look great as shit. Yeah, I heard people people saying that they enjoyed the photos. I thought Trav did a very good job. Yeah, but you and Katie, you and Katie are great looking people and so cute as it is. So like it's kind of cheating because <laughs> if y'all was some medium looking people, I'd be like, eh, I don't know. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the love. It was it's not, you know, it I you know, not to get behind the curtain, but it was like we were trying to figure out places to go, you know, that had like nice places. Obviously, a lot of people enjoy like cactuses here and in the mountain landscape, but we were like, you know, trying to get somewhere that you at least had some, had some nice, you know, places where you can do a little, a little photo shoot. So we just did that, and we went to the courthouse. Um, there was, you know, only like three weddings ahead of us. Somebody came with a whole crew, had like thirty people deep at the courthouse. I didn't even know. I thought you could only bring like two or three people, like with your party. I had no clue that you can just roll through with like a whole fucking bus. Oh yeah, man, with my roommate. Um, got married to that girl from Germany. Mm. They like had a big thing, but yeah, I think there's a certain amount of people that you can go mm. with, but there's a limit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was cool. Our uh, our judge was uh, Judy, and I I forgot he didn't even tell us his name actually. Damn. Maybe he did. I don't remember, but he was cool. He was like surfer looking bro. Like you know, what I mean, I'm pretty sure he had on sandals underneath his robe, and he, you know, he was real chill. How much surfing out here, bro? So I don't know. He just like a surfer guy. I don't, you know, that's he's probably retired. I don't know if he actually surfed. He he was a young judge. He was probably like 34, 35 looking. He's like, so uh would you guys like totally get married? Or like he was like, Yeah, I love you guys' outfits, man. I think it's really cool, really rad. (laughs) Like, I fuck with you, my dog. Like, hey, that's what's up. And he gave us a little nice sermon. Not sermon, he did a little little spiel and then you know boom shakalaka all this all like, the good love, shit. love is like a wave right and it's like <laughs> you want to ride, ride it. you know what I'm saying? Ride it out, bro. and like <laughs> sometimes it's like there's high tides and low tides you know and sometimes it gets really gnarly you, you know gotta, every day at the end of the day it's just you and your board you know and you just gotta ride it out you know what i'm saying um, they hit one of those shaka bras at the end <laughs> he's like, now it's dude. He's like, now repeat after me. He's like, dude, <laughs> do, you t- do you take your due debt? <laughs> That'd be funny. You ever see the movie Surf Ninjas? I, I, I loved Surf Ninjas growing up. Shouts to Rob Schneider. 
Yeah, that was like young Rob Schneider. He's like bro. seventeen. I know. That and, shit was uh, crazy. But shout out was- to the uh, Sega Game Gear. Oh man, that was the console they played with that I thought could predict the future because in the movie that's what it did. Yeah, that is what it did. I just remember them singing uh, "Bob Bob Baran." So yeah, I was like, you know, Surf Ninjas, bro. That was yeah. an awesome movie. I haven't. I'm not tying that back to anything, but. <laughs> Either way, we got married. Aubrey and Trav was there. It's a nice little ceremony. Uh, we wanted it to be intimate, um, you know, at least for the ceremony part. Um, and then we're having a little reception this weekend, which would be fun. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much my weekend. And, I, you know, me and Katie were planning on going somewhere. And then, you know, we have been traveling a lot, as, you know, you guys should know from how sporadic we've been doing the pod. But, uh, yeah, but we're just like we're a little traveled out, so we kind of just chill and you know spend time together as as husband and wife over the the long weekend. And uh, you know it sucked because we were just chilling at the at the crib, and then our fucking power went out. Damn, some power So we ended up watching two movies <laughs> over the weekend. So I could do I got some movie reviews. That's lit. I've been waiting to go to the movies. Been trying to see late night. Still haven't seen it. Well, okay, then you could review it for me. And then I want to go see Midsummer, which comes out tomorrow night, I think. I heard that was scary as shit. Yeah, I'm thinking about watching it like with one eye. But (laughs) the. Yeah, that's those are the movie. I haven't been in the theater in a while, man. And it's uh, hurting my feelings because I have a free popcorn on deck. So, you know, I want to jump on that. Squandering, squandering the free popcorn. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah. You know how I feel. I'm in love with you still. Yeah, it helps, but it kills. You're loving, you're loving. It hurts, it heals, it breaks, but it builds. Oh yeah, your power and your will. You're loving, that's your loving. Wanna feel it's something I can feel. Know the things that I've been feeling ain't real Wanted to know what it felt like for them to like me Now I know I gotta say it's mighty frightening Wanna use it, use my frontal lobe But these feelings took the shit around the globe Got sick and tired of always feeling lonely Got this golden child shit popping with my homies It's a hell of a feeling I put this thing on the map Yeah, no, so I went I saw it literally Friday. I, I want to say Friday or Saturday. Our power went out. So I ended up, we got, went early in the morning and we saw uh, that movie Anna. I don't know if anybody knows. It's like. Annabelle? Like, nah, 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 nah. We don't fuck with that doll shit. Uh, it was called Anna. It's about the chick who's like a Russian spy. And she, you know, the preview has her fighting people in the restaurant. I don't know if mm. you. I don't. That is, I thought it was it, Annabelle, so I'm not gonna know what this is. It's basically a, another Atomic Blonde. Um, it was, you know, what they do with them spy movies, which you kind of always see coming, is like, and I don't. I guess this is me spoiling, but I don't feel like mad people aren't gonna see this movie. It's okay, bro. <laughs> Just let it out. But every spy movie, they try to do that thing where, like, oh, this person's, oh, now they were just a regular agent, now they're a double agent, aka. Now they a triple agent. 
Uh, now they quadruple. Now you don't know what side they actually on. Now oh, they wait. retired. They oh snap! They dupe everybody. Oh, like, that's every every spy movie. That's literally what happens. Damn. And you can just see it coming. Like at one point they get caught, they get flipped, and then they they have to work against the people they were working with initially. But then at the end of the day, they, they just wanted to get out of the life of killing people. That's like every spy movie. Tell me a spy movie that's not that. Maybe the James Bond ones are the only ones. Spy Kids. <laughs> Damn, you got me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There you but go. it's cool. Uh, spy yeah. Kids are iconic, by the way. You you're all right about the the formula. There's like, yeah, I flipped it, but for a better cause. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. like, I, you know, some avenging the death of a wife or some shit. Yeah, and it's like. And then at the end, they, you find out they just did it as a way and everything. You think, oh, you thought it went down this way, but no, they got out somehow. Yeah. It's like, all right. So, sounds so like... I that one. Katie liked it more than I did. There were some good fight scenes. Like, it had, it had like, some good moments. But, I, yeah, I give it, like, a two out of five. Does Katie go to all the movies that you go to? Yeah, pretty much. See, Joel was asking me about, I was like, because we argue about some movies sometimes about like I was like I want to go see that I want to go see Lion King she won't go see it with me why right because she didn't like the first one or some shit or what yeah she doesn't like animated movies or it's sad or I don't know what it is what yeah she doesn't like I, that yo I'm a it needs to be known I'm a big Joel fan she's she cool but this might this is wild bro how who I, don't, I, I don't this is like one or what. This is the first person in our age range. Even this might be the first person I ever heard of not liking the Lion King. Yeah, she don't like Lion King. She don't like Toy Story. I, I want to go see Toy what? Story. Yeah, she don't like animated stuff. What? Yeah. What she watched when she was a kid? Uh see that this is some gangster shit. She was too busy taking care of a little sister that she nah, Yeah, two and three and uh, four. <laughs> see, that shit don't work with you because you did the same thing. <laughs> You're like, bro, I raised like three of my little brothers. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, me too. Like, I have. No, no, you did. I'm saying you did. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I still yeah, watch you're right. Goddamn cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, then baby girl on her own because I don't got an excuse. For her. <laughs> I love Lion King. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't I mean, know. I don't know what it is. I, um, I will I, say that there is definitely movies that I like. Katie wants no smoke with me, vice versa. And. You know, Katie will go. Uh, we, we we both have no problem going to the movies by ourselves. So what? we'll go. But it, I would say we go to the movies together probably like 96% of the time. Okay. Well, so then there is ever. Well, that's. Well, then shouts to her because there's definitely a bunch of movies I'm like, yo, I want to see that. And she's like, eh. Or like, she wants to see some. And I'm like, eh. So. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, it got to be like, I really don't want to see it. And I'm, I'm like, I need to take this. Because if I'm like, at this point, because we got the movie pass and it's just so cheap to see it in a movie, like I'm just not like it, I'd have to be like very against it to not see it. You know, if she really wanted to go see it, you know what I'm saying? Like Green Book. Yeah, like that's something. If she was like, I really want, and like I'm like I'm good. Or uh, like the last movie, she went like I don't fuck with Tyler Perry at all. So she went and saw. Some Tyler Perry movie that had Taraji P. Henson. I think it was called like Atrimony or some shit. And I was like, Katie, you know I don't fuck with Katy Perry. I'm not uh, with Tyler Perry. I'm not. 
I'm not going to see it. That movie's going to be terrible. And she was like, oh, I want to see it. So I'm gonna just, So she just went. And she came back. She was like, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, see, tried to tell you. <laughs> but right. yeah. and she doesn't she doesn't fuck with Star Wars anything. Or like she don't she usually she really don't like alien stuff, but there's certain alien things she'll do. Like she'll do Guardians of the Galaxy. She'll do uh like she said she would see men in black, but like she, you know, it's she's not really her favorite, but she really don't fuck with Star Wars. So every Star Wars movie. That all any of the new ones I've seen like either by myself or with like like fr- other friends or some shit. Yeah, same thing. She don't really mess with shit like that. But I'm not really a Star Wars. I mean, I watch them, but I don't really. I'm not like into them like that. But I watch them. I follow I like the story. I just like this. You know, I, I watch them. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not coming at you, dog. Nah, bro, you calling me a fucking nerd now? <laughs> like you a Sith, bro? You out there with the red lightsabers and shit? Right? Nah, I'm not. You know, I'm not in that. First of all, the motherfuckers are dweebs and they be bullying people online. Fuck those people. Like, bro, you know, they be getting mad about alternate universes. Shit is crazy. Like, what? What are you doing? Sending death threats to people because a fucking fictional movie didn't come out the way you like, you weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> go write your own movie. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, go make write and make your own movie. That won't be anywhere near successful as a Star Wars movie, and get the fuck out of all of our faces. Facts. Uh, <laughs> so, also, just like I do with music, I do watch older movies that came out that I was on the fence and need to be on the internet for a while and cook with memes and stuff till I finally make a decision. I did watch The Upside with Cran- Brian Cranston and oh, Kevin shit. Hart. And, uh, it was alright. Uh, I'm not like at this point where Maybe I'm not suspending my belief or what's that called? Suspending your beliefs or whatever, or suspending uh, your like uh, your reality or yeah, yeah, yeah. suspending beliefs, beliefs, whatever. Um, and maybe I'm not giving like the leeway of like, bro, it's a movie, like just watch it type shit. You know, like I'm kind of sometimes like that would never happen. That wouldn't happen. This, you know, uh, and that in itself, I- what's up? I feel like honestly that depends on the movie because there's some movies that you just go and you watch and like there's certain aspects of the movie where you kind of just ignore because the movie kind of gets you so like involved in it that you don't really catch the holes until you like watch it a second time or you think about it like a little bit like that's how I think the movie Us was. Like you watch it and you kind of you watched it and you're so like into what's going on and then after you're done with the movie you start thinking about it and you're like Wait, what? How does that even? That even make sense? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But you can't, but like, even, you can't eat rabbit. And yeah, yeah, like exactly. Rabbit. Like they just eating raw rabbit. But like, uh, you know, then there's the movies where every fucking plot hole you just notice and you just get angry. Right. So. Uh, but anyway, so it was cool. I mean, long story short, it was about like you know Kevin Hart. He needs money. Um. Or else, you know, he's gonna lose custody of his daughter. Mm-hmm. Brian Cranston is paralyzed from the neck down. He misses his wife, um, who dies. They explain that in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Um, he is pretty much a really rich guy, but they're trying to kind of portray like you know, you could have all the money in the world, but you know, be you know, with a expensive cost, you know. And also, you could have your full, you know, capability by, you know, able or having your whole body, you know, like Kevin Hart did, but having no money. So, like, you know, 
different perspectives and shit like that. And uh, it was kind of cool to see Kevin Hart try to play more of a serious role. But his character is still that is not as serious you would think somebody would be, you know? Like in that situation? Right. So you think maybe he did that more so that when so people aren't just like, I like Kevin Hart being serious this whole time, I don't buy it. I guess that's true too. But either way, it's a lose lose for him because it, I don't know. I think the movie could have been better. Er, See that? I don't. I, I hate like analyzing a movie like that because it's like, bro, they're better than me at it, right? Yeah, uh, you know. What you're saying. But the, the thing about Kevin Hart though is he can't even he can't complain about being typecast because he been doing so many movies that he could have long been picking the movies that he wanted to do, and if he wanted, he could have been did a serious role. And like, he I, wanted to. I don't, and I don't understand this idea of like this notion that typecasting is necessarily bad, like. Michael Sarah, you know what you're gonna get from him every movie he does, you know. I think it gets you get typecast. Typecasting isn't bad in, in per se. I think it just disqualifies you from getting thrown into like the upper echelon of like respected actors. You know what I mean? But like in the grand scheme of the shit, like the whole point of acting is to get work and to make money. And what if whatever you're doing help make keeps you from like you keep continuing to get work and make money then like what does it really matter like i don't you people probably don't think of rock, the rock as a respected actor but he's also like probably making the most money right now you know what i mean yeah, yeah. So, that yeah. Even, like he's, you know people are probably respecting you know i'm trying to think of like ethan hawk or somebody more than the rock but like ethan hawk not bringing in Hundred like Ethan Hawke can do a movie and it's not about to do hundreds of millions of dollars at the box office, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but like so and, it, so yeah. there's different things, the ways to look at it. But I'm I'm with you though. I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying he could have been to he could have been to like a serious role. That's what you want because Melissa McCarthy's been doing like she'll you know she does her like hey I'm Melissa McCarthy. This is my shtick movies, but then she'll also you know do that like she did a movie last year where she was like. A lady who like plagiarized the book or something like that, and it was like super serious, and you know she was up for like Oscars and shit. So like, you know what I'm saying? And she done that. She done serious movies before, and and showed that she can actually act. You know what I mean? So and, and a lot of people do that. Jim Carrey did that, which is I feel like Jim Carrey was even more surprising than anything. Uh, Matthew McConaughey used to be more of a like, you know, hey, I'm just like the teenage dude, so. Yeah, I mean, that also comes with age and shit like that. But yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know, three out of five bucket hats. No, that's not bad. The upside, it's whatever, you know, at the end uh, of the day. I said, like I said, I saw a late night, same day as I saw Anna, uh, <laughs> which I was happy, though, because, you know, the blackout made us have to go to the movies again, and I was kind of disappointed in Anna, and then I'd go see Late Night, and it was, it was actually a really good movie. You got you know, Mindy Kalin wrote the script and she produced it. Uh, Emma Thompson. I can't think of what else she was in, like what else she's been in, but she's a really good actress. Um, it's basically, you know, the breakdown of movies like uh, Emma Thompson is like a, a older late night uh, TV, like host TV show host and comedian. And uh, she's been on the air for like a bunch of years. Just think of her like how David Letterman was. Cause like, did you watch David Letterman like them last couple years before he dipped? Yeah, he kind of didn't care. 
Yeah, nobody. I feel like people definitely. I'm not, there's a lot of people who love David Letterman, but like once like Jimmy Fallon hopped on the scene and Jimmy Kimmel and you know all the other late night people started popping up, like people were not banging with Letterman like that. And it was it her. It was like her character was basically for most part. It was basically just like Letterman, like in the in the later stages of like of it. But except she wasn't ready to give up on the show. And you know her whole writers' room is like all white dudes, and so and she and some he forces her, her uh, the I don't know I guess HR guy to hire a woman because somebody told her that she hates women, and so she hires Mindy Kaling, and you know it goes through you know her you know being in that kind of environment and rubbing off of her and how they you know save the show, and you know it, it has like spins and shit. And all that good shit I'm not gonna get into because I don't want to spoil the movie. But I thought it was I thought it was a really good movie. Uh I definitely give it like four out of five bucket hats. Definitely should see it. Word. Mindy Kaylee, aka Kelly from the office, which sadly we're getting the news oh, that they're gonna be uh taking away the best show on Netflix into twenty 20- 21 i don't know if it's gonna be like the beginning of it in january or the end of it in december which would be better can i rant for y'all what's that i know you love i love the office bro i don't want it to i don't want anybody to confuse me when i say what i'm about to say i love the office i love parks and rec like i could probably watch i could watch the office and parks and rec over again just like everybody else can and still laugh at all the jokes but like y'all acting like it's the end of the world that y'all might have to watch another goddamn show. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> Listen, like, you're bro, right. So many shows and there's so many. We're in like the golden age of TV. Like people, I know people say that and it sounds cliche, but there's literally so many good fucking shows. I have so many people I'm speaking watch. for. I have so many people. Listen. <laughs> The idea behind it, and people can bang with this, and they'll get it. And you get it, too, because you like the show, and you like other shows like that. There's some shows, bro, that provide this kind of internal warmth when the show comes on that can't be replaced with another show for many reasons. And it's not just The Office. Everybody has these, like, five or ten shows that they cycle through for scenarios as such. And mine are, like, Family Guy. The Office, Bojack, they all provide this like weird little thing that I couldn't explain to somebody and I would sound crazy trying to explain how I feel when the show comes on. Mm-hmm. But there's some scenarios that I'm like, yo, it's a rainy day. I want to watch some Bojack. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just situations like that. And my, most of the time, people want to throw Office on some background shit while they're doing the laundry, cooking, or they don't want to invest into a new, new show, man. Some people like comfort. I get that, and I think, like you said earlier, people are creatures of habit. Y'all, y'all worked y'all way into this by making this shit a habit. <laughs> like I'm like, I'll go, you know, I probably rewatched The Office like three or four times, and it's like, all right, cool. Like I get it. People bring up the episode, I can, I can recite it back. You know what I'm saying? I, I can know exactly what you're talking about. I can yeah. reference it. But like it's like, bro. There's so many other good shows. You could be, you'll be fine. Yeah, Hulu, bro. Brooklyn Nine Nine is a great show that's super underrated. That I feel like if it was on the, if it was on Netflix, it'd be a way bigger show. But it's on Hulu, 
and it's just never been on Netflix, so it hasn't blown up like it probably should. But you can just go watch that. The Good Place, another great show that's a little underrated right now. Just go watch that. There's you get you can just get the same things in a new flavor, more relevant to the times. Because there's there's parts of of the office that I cringe at, and it's like, yeah, this wouldn't work now. Oh, there's a lot of parts. I'm like, yeah, that shit wouldn't fly. <laughs> like this just wouldn't. I mean, and it's like also it just doesn't. It's not as uh relatable because like yeah in 2008 your boss might say some shit like that now your boss probably knows better for, right. hopefully hopefully. <laughs> oh fucking hopefully um so be surprised. Know, yeah i would be i mean I, I wouldn't be surprised i'd be like yeah still america but um yeah no nah, so i'm definitely and it's it's just like when people just gripe over it's like bro it'll be okay just watch something else they didn't yeah. say anything about Parks and Rec, although I'm sure they're probably taking that off too. I feel like every show eventually is going to go to wherever, like their own show is going to have like their own streaming provider. You know? Oh yeah, they're they're definitely going to do, and I I can't wait. You know why? why? I have a master plan. It's not my plan. It's just what I think is going to happen. No, tell me your plan. But... Yeah. Yeah. fucking networks they they all looking thinking that okay so motherfuckers are, are cutting cable you know they just getting with Hulu Netflix I or more people are buying HBO mainly for Game of Thrones whatever whatever Disney Plus Disney's like oh we're gonna take all our, our movies and our TV shows and all our properties we're gonna do Disney Plus people obviously gonna buy that because it's Disney and they own literally everything so it makes sense to people to pay seven bucks to stream that a month and they're like, okay, cool. So fucking NBC's like, oh, we're going to do it. And Warner Brothers is like, oh, we're going to do it. And what they're going to realize is that people are going to want to pay for seven or eight different fucking streaming services. So what's going to happen is they're going to, that should, mother, all these companies going to start losing money. And we're going to have them start realizing that what they're going to have to do is bundle that shit again. And so we're going to get basically a version of cable, but instead of, that version of cable now where we paying super high prices for shit we don't actually fucking want. We're actually going to actually get the bundles, which is going to be cable for shit that we actually want. We'll be able to pick more and choose more and pay less because that's just what's going to end up happening. That's what I think is going to happen. Bro, I applaud your positivity. <laughs> I don't think that's just going to happen like Why that. Why don't you think it's going to? Because think about it, bro. You are, Would you pay for more than four or five streaming? No. You pay for I, more than two. I don't pay for shit. Exactly. I, I use motherfuckers' passwords all day. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Everybody else ain't going to be doing that shit. But 
you're right. They will have like a conglomerate where it's just like, yo, you want that? Here's that. But you right. know, they're going to be doing like packages where like package A includes fucking like you want, Hulu, you want, Netflix. Like, oh, you want to do packages? I'll just go back to me just having two. Like you don't get to choose anymore, bro. Like you, you tried to block off and didn't work. No, but what, what if cable, cable ain't working either, bro? What if see good in the bad? What if they tell you like, nah, you like, fam, we own this shit. You can't go individual. What if they force you to get one of the basic packages that just has four, or the the fucking medium package that has eight, and those eight are not the ones you want, bro. It, it's a bad shit. They're gonna make you pay the top dollar to get all the ones. They're gonna make it like the be the base package is gonna be like google play or some shit that nobody fucks with no see they would all have to be on board with that but again that's a gamble because it could be like well i still can just rock with netflix and i still can just rock with netflix and disney because disney's gonna be the one that's successful so you're gonna be like all right fine i'll just stick with disney and all their shit that they own because it's fucking disney well just disney then but netflix and you'll be be fine and they can be like fuck just well, I mean, Disney, yeah, if for if you for us if you, sports and you know yeah. that's pretty and much they it. Own that too. That's all yeah, that's it, but they don't the the movie channels they don't own. You know what I'm saying? People like that shit. And Netflix, if we're stuck with just Netflix and Netflix originals, that's a fucking <laughs> that's a nightmare. <laughs> that's only, yeah, Netflix is is I do like a lot of Netflix originals, like they you know, there's a good amount of them that I enjoy. I meant movies. Oh no, yeah, fuck the movies. Um imagine being but, stuck with that. I'm talking about the TV show. They got good TV shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of uh, Nah, yeah. That's the only thing, though, is the other thing, too, is, like, they can only pull, like, their... Because, like, it'd be dumb of them to pull, like, their new TV shows from Hulu. Because you could still... You're just dumb. Like, I can still watch it on regular TV. You know what I mean? I can still you watch cable. it. cable. Yeah, well, no, if you got the regular... You could get the regular channels with antenna. So... It's like you might as well keep it on Hulu because that's helping your streaming and your revenue. Yeah, so, but what what can you watch? They, on they only can, the only leverage they have is the Office. So like, only leverage they have is the old shows that people still want to watch. And it's like, do I want to pay? Well, I want to pay for seven different fucking streaming things just so I can watch old episodes. Like, I feel like most people are gonna say no. Yeah, but if you don't have cable and you just watch it on your antenna, don't they? You don't, don't you get just like the local, like five, seven, fifteen? That's yeah, that's cool. all the ones from that. And then you can no uh, watch that. There's the internet. <laughs> so like, if I really wanted to watch a show, I can definitely like just stream it somewhere. Yeah, like a one-off. And then, and then I'm definitely unless they have to make it like because remember to me the what they have to do is they have to end up figuring out how to Spotify this because right before Spotify and Apple Music. And I guess to a lesser extent, title came out. Uh, motherfuckers in the music industry were panicking because everybody was stealing the music because it was way easier, and people didn't want to spend the money. And and the reason why and what they did, it was like, well, people like obviously stealing music is risky. You can go to jail. You might have the feds show up. You might think you downloading fucking Usher's new album and like it's fucking Taylor Swift chopped and screwed. You know what I mean? And so, you know, it's a little risky. So we're like, oh, what if we just make them pay like 10, 15 bucks a month for which is like the equivalent of buying one CD a month and you get all the songs you ever want. You know what I'm saying? And that's why people were on board with paying for music again. That's the only way they be they're gonna be able to do this is to give us a super 
crazy discount that people are going to want to pay to be able to kind of get us back into, you know, not being like, hey, we're good with just stealing on the Internet and whatever pops up on Netflix is whatever it is or whatever's on Hulu. Could you get Hulu for free with Spotify? Well, they're already cracking down on it. NBA Reddit's gone, so now I. Oh yeah, that's sad because I've been, I've been almost, I've been like this close to pulling the trigger on NBA League Pass for the last three years, but I'm like, ah, I got NBA Reddit streams, (laughs) you know. Well, like now I got to figure out a way to watch Knicks. So if you get that League Pass, I might go throw Uh, down, throw down on it so I can get the uh fucking maybe. The extra shit where you can like log in or whatever, or yeah, you just pay for it. And I'll fucking just use, use your login. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I maybe I'll let you pay for it, dog. I don't know. Yeah, no, thanks, man. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I'm definitely more on the sharing it, but uh, yeah, nah, yeah. So that's what is that just what I what I think is gonna happen. Hmm. I I you know, I'm not you know I'm not a CEO or nothing for a reason. But if I was in the pitch meeting, I'd be like, I know we want to start our own. If I was with Warner Brothers or somebody where I had close ties with somebody with Sony or any of these other like movie studios or TV studios, I'm like, I know y'all won't. Y'all think the way is to make our own service. But I honestly think that what we need to do is is work on, you know, making sure like actually giving people choices and working with other companies and like bundling in a way that, you know, it might we might have to take a haircut at first. But eventually, we'll be able to get people to pay, you know, not like crazy amounts like cable was, but enough for us to still make money and like they stay on. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, why is the coffee guy talking? Right. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that is probably what would happen. <laughs> is, the, is the intern uh, acting up again? Yeah, that's what they would. Did we it, ask you? It just why? Because, like, obviously, cable. Cable bills are completely super bloated. Like they're making way more. They're charging you way more than they needed to make money. So there's a middle ground in there where they can charge reasonable prices that people are be willing to pay and not have to worry about jumping through eighteen thousand apps to watch whatever the hell they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shouts to the places that still make you get like a landline because it's part of the bundle. And you're yeah, like, like cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Who am I gonna call? The, the order a pizza, maybe. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I get that you don't need a landline, but without the landline, your cable and internet is one hundred and fifty. But with the landline, it's one hundred and twenty. And it's like, what the fuck? I don't want that shit. Yeah, it's like your product. It's like, bro, your product is so bad that if you include it, it makes the price go down. <laughs> Like getting on there, they're like, "Hey, we gotta justify these jobs." That's like saying, "Yo, you trying to buy my weed?" Like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, "All right, well, I know you try to come buy my Nikes, right? If you don't buy my weed, the Nikes are one thirty. If you <laughs> you buy the weed, Nikes are only a hundred, dog." It's like, what kind of okay, man? Do you just need to get rid of this? That's what it is. Like, they just need to get the inventory out. That's just what it. It has to be. Yeah, that's but it. That's it, funny. It's funny because it reminds me of like, and it's, this is like we're random, but it's like when you call nine one one for like a medical emergency, and then they send the fire department, and you're like, "Why are y'all here?" And it's like, "Well, we kind of we just send them first to kind of because you know they don't really have to do that much." <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just like, "I right. that's the real thing, dude. I'm not making this up." They show up, you're like, "Did I set the house on fire too?" Yeah, because fires are you know, thankfully people are getting a lot smarter. Uh, we don't have, you know, we got surge protectors and, and like, uh, you know, the circuit boxes, 
has like seriously eliminated fires. Like there's not that many fires. So to where firemen don't, unless they're responding to a lot of emergencies or, or it's a big city and they're responding to those emergencies, like disasters like that, like they're really not doing that much. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, you know, they send them for, you know, medical stuff first and foremost. That way they, you know, it's not like wasting people just paying people to just chill at a house. It's not on fire even. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yo, I mean. I mean, it's it's a good allocation of resources. I'm not blaming it. I'm just saying it's just, you know, it's just kind of funny when you think about it. And it's a socialist service. Shouts to that. Yeah. I don't like to talk about that, huh? Because in America, uh, ambulances cost money. Yeah. Wow, shit. Yeah, I mean, but imagine if uh, ambulances, you know, prioritized based on interest. Like, uh, I don't know, man. You're not a high-income household. I don't think we're going to come out that day. (laughs) It'd be funny if you, like, you get shot. It's not funny, but you get shot and the blood's gushing. And they show up and like, all right, we need a credit card. And you're like, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, your credit card was declined, dog. I'm sorry. We can't uh we can't take you to the hospital. Like, what's your credit score? You're like, I don't know. They're like, all right, we'll work it up and we'll let you know. Like, no. <laughs> like, here's some tips on how to build it up. Yeah. <laughs> Get the credit score up. Uh, you know, you might want to take out a credit card so you put something on there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if you don't have money, we're gonna charge you money for not having money. Yeah, that's how it works. But yeah, America. Besides, <laughs> instead, they just take you because you know they probably really have to, and then yeah, they just I charge know. you later, like it was some shit that you you know you knew about that was like a normal thing to charge somebody when they needed that help because they're in a life or death situation. But yeah, whatever, America. Right. Shouts to Wu Tang, alive on arrival. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I think we've arrived. Burn, burn, burn. To our favorite time of the week time of the day of the pot uh songs of the week yeah you know what i'm saying uh earlier you know you let the world know the buckets know that you're married you know what i'm saying you're officially mr doyle now hey <laughs> you've always been yeah. but, you know what i'm saying um katie was your fiance but she's your fiance no more she's mm-hmm. your wife so we're going with old school old school 3lw no more Oh wow! I thought that took a turn. I definitely thought you were just gonna go with uh, "Let's Get Married" or something, or you know what I'm saying, or you know the Bruno Mars song everybody throws on for married to people. You know, yeah, I, I guess, but now I got to keep you on your toes, man. There you go, three O. Shout out to three O W. Um, yeah, Notori, whatever from Power is in it. I forgot she was in that group. Oh, was she? Was it? Wasn't three three O W, aka like two thirds of the Cheetah Girls or some shit. Uh, yeah, 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 you're right. They just went raving on 3LW and like, all right, cheetah girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I forgot raving with it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She, wasn't wow. she was a cheetah girl. So. Yeah, cheetah girls. Awesome. You know, you know, that's wild. Wow. Um, all right. So yeah, you, like I said last show, my you know my my songs of the week is you know I'm gonna tell y'all what bops, what what slaps and what bangs. Uh, this week. My bopper is from Daniel Caesar. Um, Frontal Low Music is the song. He had a whole album come out. Uh, trying to remember what it was called. I want to. It was like you know, Experiment Five Seven something 
some like super weird shit that I can't think of right now. Hmm. But the album was good. If you fuck with Daniel Caesar, uh, see, I keep saying seizure instead of Caesar. Oh, it's called Case Study One. That's what it's called. But, um, you know, he had a little controversy not too long ago because he was telling, he was saying something about black people being too mean to white people or some shit. So people were canceling him as as they do on the internet. But people, nobody's ever really canceled. So you know, he came out. I think the album's pretty good. Definitely check that out. Um, my song that slaps is gonna be "Baguettes in the Face" by DJ Mustard. You got Nav, who I hate Nav, mm. but he's you know he has two songs that I really like, and it's Tap, and now it's this one, "Baguettes Baguettes in the Face," and it has Nav, it has Playboy Cardi, um, you got Boogie in the hoodie, um, and somebody else that I feel like I'm missing out on. Probably like a Quavo or somebody on that. Hey, Boogie with the hoodie must be uncomfortable in the summertime. <laughs> rocking the the hoodie everywhere. I don't think people people probably don't even clown him enough. Like when he's not in a hoodie and it's just like like hey like yo hey Boogie in the hoodie and he comes out in a t shirt and everybody's like, why the fuck isn't he in a hoodie? Hey, actually, I got this a couple of times. Trust us, the Buckethead Boys. Somebody was like, caught me, you know, out without my bucket, and they're like, yo, you don't have a Buckethead boy, or you don't have a Buckethead on right now. I said, well, the Backstreet Boys are not always on the back streets. There you go. That's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we only do it on Fridays. But then if yeah. it's Friday without it on, then I don't know. You, you just kind of be like, hey, I don't got to wear it all day. Bro, hey, you know, and, you know, hey, it's the brand. Like, you know, like, not, you know, the Giants are not always giant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think they ever giant, to be you honest. Know, you know what I'm saying? So. All right. Um. So, yeah, that's my song that slapped. And uh, I don't have a song that bangs this week, but I do got a song with some bars. And uh, it's Palm Olive by Freddie Gibbs featuring Pusha T. Pusha T got one of the most fire verses that I've heard in a while. Um, it's on it's on Freddie Gibbs' bandana album that he did with Mad Libs. Uh, I don't know if people fuck with Mad Libs like that, but he makes a lot of soul beats. And he just apparently chopped it all up on his iPhone or on his iPad, which is fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, the whole album... Is fire if you fuck you do you fuck with Freddie Gibbs? You I feel like you might like him a lot, actually. I'm not really up up to speed on his shit, but I've heard of him. Yeah, he's kind of you know, he got a kind of an old school ish style. Like his bars are, you know, he can spit he's he's up there with spitters, I would say, especially if you you know into like you know, people that can actually rap rap. Um yeah, like fucking Raekwon, man. Shout out to Wu Tang. I did watch the yeah. documentary and uh, I didn't know, and I don't think the world did because they related on the doc. Wu Tang stands for witty, uh, witty, una- oh shit, man. What was it? Witty, unique talent and natural game. Oh, wow. Did not yeah. know that. Yeah. And then Wu Tang, I guess, translates to Wu Chi when they went to China and there's a mountain, Wu Tang. And it means Wu, which is the universe, and then tang, uh, the Chi is form, formlessness. So it's like forever being one with the universe. Hmm. Yeah. The RZA said that? That sounds like some shit the RZA Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> and uh, Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, the one and only copy, they have an album that went sold for $2 million. Yeah, to that shitty-ass Martin Screlly-ass dude. Yeah. Um, so... 
but um you find out about the doc about that cd and how like actually nobody really wanted to make it and it's actually not valued at is it's not that valued in amongst the actual wu-tang members and they don't, yeah it was actually like a like a ponzi scheme gone wrong yeah i mean honestly though it and I, you know, I'm saying this on wax, which I probably should not say. I'm a huge Wu Tang fan. I don't want anybody to get that wrong. But they really only got like one and a half good albums. <laughs> they only the, really have like two albums, like together. Have, and then they they have, have, they have like some that they came and did like later on, and they're just not very good. You know, I've, obviously there's like you know, built for Cuban links are good. You know, Ghostface made a couple good albums. Raekwon. Um, Method Man made a good album with Red Man, but his solo stuff is kind of, which is weird because Method Man is one of the better rappers ever, and he, you know his solo should have just. Thirty Six Chambers was awesome. Wu Tang Forever was awesome. Uh, their video game was better than any of their albums. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the the Bruce Lee shit. Yeah, that's uh, fire, bro. But it's the like, documentary itself, dude, like you learn a lot about them and um some of the shit that they did like to get where they're at and like. It's, it's cool. really cool because like they're they're still about like their message to this day and shit. So the only one that's still you know not really around is ODB. Rest yeah. in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. His solo shit was good too, obviously. Yeah, but uh, and man, honorary member, good. Yeah, he's kind of like Wu Tang adjacent, right? Right, and he, I mean, his solo shit is fire. So yeah, uh, learned how to roll a blunt from him. So that's tight. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, his, fam- his famous song. Let's learn how to roll a blunt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I need to check out that Wu Tang doc. Um, and yeah, if you if you fucking with, I would say give Freddie Gibbs a shot. Listen to Bandana. Um, his album that he did with uh, with Currency last year was also very good. I would check that one out too. Um, but yeah, those are my those are my songs of the week. Well, shit, man, we finally arrived, bro, again, to the end of the favorite segment. Again, I want to thank you for putting up with me week in, week out, bro. I don't know how you do it. Someone's got it, though. Shouts to the buckets for the new buckets. If you just catching on the wave, catching on the back of the truck while we driving fast, bro. Ty, let them know where they can follow us, bro. Yeah, make sure you hit us up on the social medias. Um, More importantly, if you listen to this whole show, if you fuck with us before... Um, especially if you listen to this whole thing through and you at the end, I mean, you really, really fuck with us. Make sure you tell other people about us. Shout us out on social media, on Facebook. You know, we're the Bucket Hat, uh, or the Bucket Up Podcast on Instagram. We're at the Bucket Hat Boys on uh, Twitter. We're at Bucket Up Podcast. Yeah, just shout us out. Tell people about us. Um, tell your auntie, grandmammy, cousins. Um, if we say something that you, you know, you know, we bring up a topic. Like, you know, I've done this before where, you know, I listen to a podcast and they talk about something interesting and then I bring it up to other people and see what they think. If you do that, just make sure you shout us out in that little conversation. Like, oh, yeah, this podcast I listen to, Buckethead Boys, they're kind of funny. You know what I mean? Like, they're talking about this. You know what I'm saying? It could be as simple as that. Yeah. And keep it funky. We're the ones that critique fast food more than anybody. We be coming up with shit that other people don't. So we definitely need the, the respect. But now, yeah, shout out to the random people that hit me up and tell me they listen to the pod, which is really cool because it's like, you know, it's just out of nowhere. They'll just hit me up and be like, yo, I listened to the episode, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I appreciate that. Um, shout out to Lance Mihadas from Turned Up TV, mm-hmm. uh, Flow 107, 
Colorado. The boys will be out there in a couple weeks. So look out, look out for them videos and the interviews and the radio station drops to be happening. Um, Shouts to the sponsor, Sunday Scaries, bro. Um, I have some social events coming up. And, uh, you know, I don't like big crowds and stuff, but I got to get through them. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get my tinctures on, my gummies on, and be cooling. You know what I'm saying? Um, nice. But other than that, man, volume 90 of the Bucket Up podcast for the Buckethead Boys, the Kid JB, DJ Butter Sauce. We out. Cheer, cheer. Friends, fuck opinions. You make mistakes, you make friends. I make millions.